Will you please welcome to the stage our guest moderator, BBC Radio 1 DJ and host of The View Film Show on Channel 4, Edith Bowman. Good evening, everyone. How are you all? Good? Yeah? Lots of smiley, happy faces around. That's what we like to see. Uh, you're going to laugh a lot once you've seen this film. In fact, you're going to laugh a lot when we show you this trailer, if you haven't already seen it yet. Uh, before we welcome our guests out, uh, let's take a look at Friends with Kids. Are Ben and Missy late? Oh, uh, no, they're here. They went to the bathroom. 20 minutes ago. What? Yes. Hey. 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 What's up? Um, a couple of his friends from work downstairs. Who'd you run into? Yeah. Um, Dave our friends Barbara, Barbara, Barbara and Dave. Barbara. In the bathroom? When we met, you were in your 20s. So? So, 28. 22, that's hot. 38, 32, not so much. I'm kidding! Big <laughs> <laughs> um, news. Yes. We're gonna have, have a, a baby. baby together. Oh. oh my god, we've always wanted you guys to get together. Oh no. Oh, no, no, no. You're not getting together. You're just gonna do it one time and have a kid. Yes. yes. Oh my god, that is the worst idea I ever heard. Oh my god. It's so exciting! Oh my god. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I feel like it's coming out of my ass. Really? They're probably in hell. Hey. Hey. Something hey. smells good. Oh, Thank you. the most amazing quiches. Wow. You are one extremely handsome German man. How are you? This is him. I have heard so much about you. I have two of your thongs in my apartment. I wash them. Is there anything uh -huh. you see, Chase, that you want to inquire about? No. So do I have the job? To Jason Jewell. Good luck to you guys. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. Uh, it's smart, it's funny, it's poignant, it's real, it's honest. Please welcome to the stage the lady who wrote it, she produced it, she directed it, she starred in it and some other guy, Jennifer Westfield and John Hamm. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for being here. Thanks um, for having us. I've got to start. Where this is fulfilling a lot of my boy <laughs> I know, this is, this is very is exciting. Do you want to get out of the way now? Uh, it's a One Direction moment for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> without without the terrible haircut, or with a different <laughs> terrible haircut. Sorry. Where was the seed? Where was the seed of this, this story? Where did it come from? It came from us sort of watching all of our friends one by one um, have kids over the past four or five years and just feeling out of sync with our peer group and, you know, sort of watching our friends kind of disappear for a year or two and, and we only get to see them at one-year-old birthday parties and, you know, just wondering sort of um, how they manage the transition and, and everyone manages it a little bit differently. How do they feel now that they are the subject of this very funny film? <laughs> They're mortified. Did you have a yeah, private terrible. screening? We've for lost them? all of our friends. Uh, um, no, but in fact, when we, when we when we first first uh, finished this, when Jen first finished the script, we had a read through of it at our at our house. Uh, and Adam Scott, who we always knew we wanted to be the the lead, uh, came over and read it, and he he finished reading it, and he he came over to Jen and was like. <laughs> 
is this about me? I, I feel really bad. I'm, I, I'm sorry. And we were like, no, 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 it's not about anybody in particular. Adam actually maintains that we only wrote the movie so we can hang out with him and his wife, Naomi, again after they've had kids. We you know, never get to month. see them. So. so you're basically saying you got your friends across the apartment, got them drunk and signed them up for the movie. Perfect. Exactly. Basically <laughs> just like that. <laughs> um, the casting's just pristine as well. I mean, did you... Did you have in your head, you know, you've, you've got friends in there that you've worked with or you know as well, and, and, and some people that maybe you didn't know so well. Did you have an idea of who you wanted for those specific roles? Um, not particularly. I mean, we, we invited Adam over that first night, as John mentioned, and after that we just were sort of campaigning for Adam or Bust, you know, a, as the lead. Um, but other than that, um, Kristen came aboard pretty early. before. Actually, before she shot Bridesmaids, and I think she was interested in doing something a little more dramatic. Her role is, is more dramatic and, and a little quieter than she's normally seen as, um, which was of interest to her. And yeah. everyone else kind of came to us through the regular casting process. Yeah, uh, you know, there are four people that were in Bridesmaids uh, in this movie, <laughs> which is weird. Um, <laughs> because it's not like Bridesmaids, really. It isn't. <laughs> but no, uh, it Honestly, the way it happened was uh, we kind of looked at these parts and we found these people just fit very well into the parts. I mean, Maya Rudolph, uh, who I knew a little bit from Saturday Night Live, she had left the show by the time I had hosted, but she came back to do some, some little bits on it. And um, we had some friends in common, but uh, Maya just has this radiant kind of maternal energy mm -hmm. and, and is wickedly funny and smart. And O'Dowd, who, who most people in America didn't really know, at that time, uh, yeah. uh, at that time uh, because Bridesmaids hadn't come out yet, but I had, I had worked on him, uh, worked on him. <laughs> uh, worked on the film with Tell him. Tell us more, Tony. And had done a, a read-through of another script with Chris, and so I knew him a little bit, enough to kind of talk to his agent at least and say, hey, I'm that guy that mm. he might remember. Uh, and he's, again, just a perfect fit, and we just really got lucky. Uh, the fact that, the, that there was this synchronicity with Bridesmaids was, was just lucky, you know, and we were lucky that we made the movie when we did because otherwise We've we wouldn't have been be able to afford any of these guys. Uh, we'll never speak to us again. <laughs> too expensive. But, but each person brings, brings something kind of almost like the jigsaw puzzles to, to the story and, and you get the tone so, so right because one minute you're, you know, laughing, belly laughing and then the next minute it's a real kind of poignant, honest reflection or... Or comment and stuff, and it feels like you know this subject's been covered in movies before, but not in this way. Well, I think it was important to sort of for us anyway to kind of um, attack the subject matter with some honesty, and there's some darkness in it, and and definitely some squirm-inducing scenes. I think for some people, um, but you know we were just hoping to show a pretty wide spectrum uh, through all of these characters, and mm. we're hoping that you know everyone can identify with at least one of the eight uh, in the story, yeah. and and sort of how they, they have their journey. Let's take a quick look at a clip um, of the six of you, um, which is when we kind of see you all together for the first time. Remember my dad's funeral when they had said... Hey! Hey! What's up, guys? Hi! How's it going? Welcome back. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. We were in just a couple of his friends from work downstairs. Phone call. In the bathroom? Who'd you run into? Yeah. Our friends Barbara and Dave. I don't know them. It's so great we're all here. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Nice. So nice. Guys, can you believe this? What? 100 bucks a plate, and they're bringing toddlers? 
Are they even allowed in here? I mean, people, it's Manhattan. We're here to live the dream. Leave the kitties at home. We're pregnant. Um, I mean, writer, producer, director, star of the film. Um, how is she as a boss? <laughs> uh, great. Uh, honestly, the, the, the best... Uh, the best kind of, uh, of person you can have for a director is somebody who is intimately familiar with, with the material, uh, not the people. Uh, uh, although I do joke, I had to sleep with the director to get this job. Um, but uh, I, I, I experienced it with, uh, with Ben Affleck on the town as well. Ben, ben had, had uh, torn that script apart and rewrote it. Mm. And so was very, very familiar with, with the world and the story and where you were at any one minute in, um, in the story. And, and Jen was that way as well. Uh, and I and I can only I can't even say it uh, hard enough because it's on a low budget with with no money that is imperative. You need you need a leader that's going to be uh, on top of it at all times because you often have to pivot. Uh, you know, we had experiences on this film where we, we woke up to 17 inches of snow almost every day. And, it's and the you worst know, so it's like winter. well, the, the the truck's stuck in New Jersey and the PA's are stuck on the train and Our the camera lenses are frozen. frozen. So uh, just. So what are we going to do? And it's like, we're going to figure it out in just a minute, <laughs> but let's start shoveling. And, uh, and uh, that's what you have to do. And, um, and Jen was, a, was the consummate leader and, and incredibly, uh, incredibly uh, prepared and incredibly enthusiastic, which also helps, uh, and, uh, and inspiring. I think not just to me. I knew, I knew that going in, but, uh, but to the rest of the cast. You mm -hmm. know, when, when, you, when you have somebody that leads by example, uh, that that attitude trickles down uh, fairly quickly and in a very positive way. It should be mentioned we had the greatest crew in the world and and so many wonderful producers. So it was really much more of a collaboration than me directing anyone. It, it felt and we always talk about uh, getting an independent film made as like pushing a huge boulder up a mountain and you hope to just gather as many great people with a good attitude and spirit to sort of just like help you push it and and that's very much how it feels. It sort of feels like garage theater a little bit. You have no money and no time and you know two takes, three takes. We had babies and toddlers, you know, sobbing every day on the, on the set and a few dark days in that respect. And, you know, the weather was just disastrous. So you really just needed people who were can-do and, and happy to be there and, and, you know, no attitudes. No, there were no trailers, no assistance, no perks. No one gets paid really much of anything. So you have to just have surround yourself with, with wonderful people. And we were so lucky to have those type of people on this. Yeah, and in terms of, of the script, I mean, was there... Because it feels so conversational when you watch the film. It feels like, feels like real conversations that are going on. You know, it doesn't... It, that's what you feel like you're in it with, with the well, way that draws you in. Yeah, Jen, Jen has an amazing ear for dialogue, and it's, that's, that's, uh, that's not just this film. That's all three of her films that she's, that she's written and, and produced. Um, but part of it, I think, is, uh, is um, you know, the, the, movie, the movie begins with a big idea. What, what, are, these, what are these two people, these two people want, that are friends want to have a baby uh, and remain friends and not, and not get married and not get romantically entangled and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but but kind of the state of the current romantic comedy at this point is 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 not about a big idea. It's about something magical, where it's like it's a magic wedding dress that anyone that wears has to get married within 30 <laughs> days, or Ryan Reynolds will get angry, and then oh boy, um, and or you pee in a fountain, and then you know your car talks to you, or so you know it's it's this crazy thing that exists outside of reality yeah. in many ways. And and what I think uh, our film does, and and Jen's films do in general, is um, 
is uh, ground themselves in, in people that you can recognize and, and, and have a very real sense of, of actual conversations, as you say, or actual situations that you can, that we've certainly found ourselves in and, and I think people, uh, people can relate to. Yeah. We also, we were so lucky that... Uh, you I know, love Ryan Reynolds, by the way. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Um, we were lucky that all eight of the, of the cast had either met each other, worked together, known each other a bit. Adam has been a friend of ours for 15 years, so there's a lot of sort of built-in history and chemistry there. And obviously, Kristen and Maya have the most wonderful chemistry, and they had just worked with Chris O'Dowd, and Megan had been on SNL, and her husband had worked with Adam. And, you know, there were so many sort of familial yeah. aspects. And going in, that's so helpful. You have no rehearsal. You have no time. We shot this in 24 days. I mean, it was, it was insane. So, so to have sort of that built-in chemistry a little bit was a godsend. Um, let's take a, a, it's a great example of the chemistry. Um, this is when you are revealing the, the, the idea that... that oh, that we're going to... Yeah. Mm -hmm, okay. <laughs> we really want to have a kid. Yeah. We just don't want to subject that kid to our tragic marriage. Our tragic marriage? No, our tragic marriage. The one we would have. Us. I mean, see, we, we, um, we just, you know, we don't want to fall into the trap that most of our friends have. We want to do it in a way that doesn't kill the romance and... Right. I mean, the thing is, I'm old. Is a thing. I get it. You want to have a kid, but without all the shit that comes with marriage. Right. Yes. You know, finishing each other's sentences, that whole thing, that's what I meant about it feeling just so fluid and, and you know, that conversation's just... Was there much room for improv or, or was it... I, I wish there was more room for it because I when you're working with thing, these yeah. actors, you want people to just go on for days. And, mm. um, and we were able to do that a bit when the scenes were just like two people or four people. But in the group scenes, it's, again, you're just so up against it every day to get the scene in the can that, yeah. you know, if somebody... if you, We have a scene, a really big dinner scene with, with eight people and it's a very long sort of climactic scene. So if someone was ad-libbing, you know, as you're on one end of the table, by the time you got around to the other side, you know, you obviously yeah. can't go back and cover it again. So in those cases, we had to be pretty letter perfect. But the one-on-one the, the -on -one scenes, it was easier. Yeah, that's the scene where you do angry drunk really well. Yes. <laughs> yes, my stock in trade. <laughs> uh, for example, but for example, that uh, the, the scene we showed previous, the, the, the setup of the film uh, around the table, that was a... That was a uh, one location that we had quite a lot of time at, so yeah. we we could have cut together a, a twenty minute version of that scene. Yeah, because Kristen was 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 going off and doing hilarious things, and Maya was doing things, and people started singing, and it was yeah. there was a lot of a lot of <laughs> hilarity that was happening. But but we were we're kind of like, yeah, what what's the scene about? We're we're, we're basically <laughs> just sitting around telling jokes. Yeah, we do need to get to the. Then that, which is the danger of improv, honestly, is you you, t you can lose the narrative thread. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a it's a tricky balance to strike. And Jennifer, for you in terms of you know having these different hats on, and you know the writer, director, producer, star of the film and stuff, is it kind of easy to to you know change hats whilst you're you know because you're in a scene and you're you're also thinking about yeah. Um, well, I didn't intend to direct it. I had no interest in directing it. Really? We were pursuing directors and. For, for a time, um, a very, very famous director was um, going to direct the film, and we were very excited. Martin Scorsese. No, wasn't him. <laughs> it wasn't him, but it was, uh, it was somebody else very fancy um, who shall remain nameless. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, um, 
this fellow, who we, whose name we won't tell you, um, he kind of reread the script and, and realized how... <laughs> Are you that bad at keeping secrets? Yeah, no. He's, um, he he reread the script and he realized Quentin how... Quentin Tarantino, you guys. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm not going to tell the story. I'm just done. I'm done. <laughs> um, anyway, he noticed how many days there would be babies and toddlers um, in the shoot. And so he thought better of it, which I remember in like two weeks into our shoot, I was like, quite right, quite right. That was the right decision, sir. Um, but actually, Jake Kasdan was on board to direct it, um, who ended up being a producer on the movie. But, um, you know, there's, there's usually one moment when you're putting together an independent film where your actor's schedules line up and, you know... It, in this case, it was the dead of winter for, you know, three weeks uh, January. last year. And um, at that point, Jake was still working on Bad Teacher, which kept sort of dragging out. Um, so he wouldn't be available for prep. And he sort of um, cajoled me into considering mm -hmm. directing it. And I really was nervous about it. And I just thought, this is, that's madness. Um, mm. And he struck a deal with me that he would take his wife and his newborn baby, who was literally two and a half months old at the time, and come to our set and be a second pair of eyes uh, while I was on camera so that he could sort of take care of when I was acting and, and then yeah. I could direct the rest of the actors. So Did you get the bug? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, you know. Wow, I mean, but, it's amazing um, for us first feature. It's, Thank it's you brilliant. so much. And um, Let's get some, some questions from our, our lovely audience here. Good evening. Um, a lot of respect for your work, uh, John. And really, I suppose my question is, uh, who was the biggest practical joker on set? <laughs> um, it's got to be Odoud. Really. Odoud, I think. Yeah, easily. Yeah, I mean. Like, by a quantum level. Yeah. He was, uh, He's a total goofball. <laughs> he, was, uh, he, he was up to no good at, at all times. <laughs> Uh, and which was which was very fun. Uh, it was really great to get to know Chris a lot, and uh, I've since uh, become a, a huge fan of the IT crowd. And so it was it was really cool to uh, to kind of know him first, and then go back and see that. That was a that was a cool experience. I like his accent. Yeah, he did, he did a pretty great, good job. Didn't he? yeah. He's got a real growly kind of. And he also has a beard. So he's there beard we, and American. There we go. Just saying. See? The beard Very was different. fake, by the way. <laughs> that was a morning's growth. Um, next one. There we go. Just that lady in the front row there. Please, thank you. Nice t-shirt. Thank you. I washed it just for this purpose. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds weird. I'm glad it's clean. <laughs> I wore it recently and I... Never mind. Fair not enough. important. Not important. Um, but I was just wanting to ask your recent move. Like you seem to be doing a lot of comedy recently, and is it a conscious choice, or are you just kind of finding yourself in those roles? Uh, I've been very lucky to to work with people whose work I find interesting, and uh, Jen is certainly uh, one of those people. Uh, to be able to do to be able to work with with people like. Uh, not just Jen and Adam, but but O'Dowd and, and Wig and, and people like that is a is a is a great honor. And and honestly, like, it's nice to be uh, to be chosen. This one I had a little bit of influence with uh, the people doing the picking, but uh, it's really nice to be a part of of getting to work with people that inspire you in some way. And uh, and I've been lucky. I imagine people ask you what it's like to work together, sort of thing. But I guess because you know each other so well, that can act. Is that a positive in terms of 
how you write for him, you know, when you know that that's the role that he's playing? Yeah, I mean, we produced this. Um, this was the first time we had ever produced anything together, and that was exciting. It was, it was kind of neat to sort of take it from, you know, the first little reading around our dinner table um, with pasta and wine and then raise the money and find the actors and find the locations and beg for favors from everyone you know. And, and I remember that last day. It was the day we shot that big scene with all of us. Um, and, and the three of us, Adam and John and I, you know, we were just kind of looking at each other. It was five in the morning and I think we were drinking beer and just like, did we really do this in 24 days? And... It was. Um, it just felt like a different sense of accomplishment than than we sort of experienced Absolutely. before. In 24 days, that's yeah. It was insane. it was madness. I mean, I was stealing scenics with my DP for like two years, but um, you know, other than that, just the actual shoot was really yeah. really short. Wow. Hello. Hi. Good evening. First of all, it's an absolute treat to see you in the flesh rather than coming out of my television set. So, welcome to London. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of television and obviously speaking of movies, um, you've both worked in both the television and the movie industry. What do you both like or perhaps dislike about both industries? Um, it's, it's remarkable how they seem to be sort of dovetailing at this moment in time, uh, at least in the States. And I think now, in fact, in the UK and Europe as well, there's, there's become a vast proliferation of, of outlets for content, uh, not just you know, the four major broadcast networks and HBO and Showtime, uh, and over here, not just BBC and one, two, four, ITV, all the stuff that's over here. There's, there's tons of cable outlets, and even more now, there's, there's starting to become uh, original programming for uh, on-demand and, and, and direct download, like Netflix and, uh, and, and other things like that. Um, so it's all kind of becoming uh, a very similar experience. And as such, you, you really just want to focus on what the content is. Like, is it something you, you want to do? Um, obviously, making a, a big movie about a board game or a toy for $250 million <laughs> is, a, is a whole other, you know, uh, kettle of fish. Uh, but it, but if, you, if you really just want to focus on, a, on telling a story and, 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 uh, and being in something that you can really sink your teeth into, that's, that's become uh, the purview of, of independent film. Or or uh, or cable television, honestly, and, uh, and we're we're living we're living in kind of an awesome time to be an actor because you have so many more opportunities to practice your what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, I, I've worked only on network television, um, not on cable, and I think that in the states. Um, Cable TV is really where it is much more cinematic and it is much more like film. And, and I think the quality is so much higher on, on cable, mostly because they sort of have um, the British method, you know, just 13 episodes or eight episodes rather than 22, 24, which um, I think is so much harder to kind of keep the quality up week in, week out to write, you know, and, and perform something, you know, that many times. Um, so for me, honestly, I found the most creative freedom in, in independent film and on stage. Hi. Um, I basically, I wanted to know how you found it shooting, obviously, in such a tight schedule with such a strong comedic cast, but also with such serious sort of undertones of the film. Was it, like, emotionally draining, or did you just want to die at the end of every day? <laughs> yes and yes. Um, no, it, it was... Um, I mean, every actor in the, the... It was literally the dream cast. I can't believe everyone said yes. You know, it was, it was such a... 
it felt so lucky and, and blessed. And at the same time, I felt tremendous pressure to just do right by everyone, you know, to sort of make sure everyone felt safe, make sure everyone felt like they got enough takes, even if we were, you know, losing time. And, and, um, and it was harder with the emotional scenes because we'd sometimes really get two or three takes and that's it. Um, with the exception of the big, there's a scene that's really a big chunk uh, of the film. It's sort of a climactic film, uh, climactic scene mostly between Adam and John, but it's all of us at a dinner table. And that was the only sort of scene we got to spend a great deal of time on because we sort of did it like a one-act play all day long. Um, and I think everyone was exhausted after that day because we ran through it, you know, a million times. But it's, um, in some ways, it's, it's easier when you're working so fast because no one ever gets stale. I mean, if anything, you just wish you had more chances and more variations. Mm. Um, but we were pretty drained every night. Um, I would get home and then we'd be on conference calls all night and then check the weather endlessly because the weather kept you know, ruining everything, 18 inches of snow, and I was hoping for a wide shot that takes place in September. You know, I mean, everything was sort of um, a constant crisis. And, and John was amazing because he would be like, oh, we're just dealing with today's crisis today. Tomorrow is another crisis. And, uh, and that's kind of the thing you have to do. And, and for me, it was relatively easy because I got to go home and go to bed. <laughs> uh, she had to go home and go watch like two hours of dailies. Um, so it was, it, was, it was, you know, my job was sort of like, all right, let's manage as a producer and as, as a sort of live-in, uh, you know, therapist uh, <laughs> was sort of let's manage what we can manage today and let's not worry about tomorrow will be another whole thing we'll worry about that tomorrow and that's kind of what you have to do on something like this is really take it one day at a time and knock down what you have and then by the end of it you look up and you go oh shit we made a movie uh, we're done yeah. great you have favorite scenes last question favorite scene each from the film um I guess my favorite scene, there's a, there's a scene that happens, Jen's mentioned it a couple times, in a, in a ski house in Vermont uh, that is a, a bit of a climactic scene in it uh, because it's got all of, all of our major players. Uh, we shot it, in fact, in the Bronx, uh, <laughs> which doesn't look anything like Vermont, but there happened to be a, uh, weirdly, there happens to be this log cabin Hundred percent authentic log cabin at the and, end of uh, this, like, Goodfellas Street. It's the strangest very, very thing weird. I've ever seen. Uh, but... We got it, and uh, it was also the, happened to be the last day of shooting, so it was a very cathartic and very fun and very uh, uh, worthwhile sense of, of fulfillment and accomplishment uh, finishing that scene. Yeah, and he's amazing in the scene, really. Yeah, amazing. I'm pretty great. He is. <laughs> he yeah. is. It's really something. Um, you got a favorite scene. I mean, I, I, I love that scene, too. It, it, it was one of those scenes where on the page, I was like, this is a 14-page scene. Um, can, some, can you do that in a movie? Like, um, it it was felt ridiculous to even have it, and, and it was gratifying to have people respond to it because it sort of has this slow burn, and everybody's in it together. And it, and it was the most fun to shoot because we were all together for the only time, only time the eight of us uh, shot something together. Um, but there are a lot of moments. I love the scene with you and Adam at the bar. Um, I love the, the first scene where it, we sort of jump in time to four years later and come to it's uh, Adam's character's birthday. And we have to like truck all the way to Brooklyn. Like with, we are the only people who have like brought the presents and the cake and the wine and we get there and um, Chris and my, it's their house and their kids are screaming and like there's no, they're not ready and there's like no food and no gifts and no nothing. And I'm in the toilet. You know, and they come late and they're, <laughs> at each other and I think that's another favorite just because it's sort of everybody together um, please do more 
thank you all so much for your thank your you for coming. Thank you so much. Thanks,